Welcome everybody to another episode of the Happy Hippie Homestead Podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Juba, helping you find happiness and joy on your homesteading journey. Today is Monday, September 26, 2022, and this is episode number 28, and our topic today is meditation. So before we get into the topic on meditation, I am recording in the car again, so I do apologize if the audio is not the best quality. Uh, I won't always be recording in the car, but I am, yep, driving pretty far today, so I'm getting one out. So we'll go into what is meditation first, and then we'll kind of go from there. So what is meditation? When you look it up on Merriam-Webster's dictionary, it's to engage in contemplation or reflection. But what does that actually mean? So there's no one right or wrong way to actually meditate. You don't actually have to sit there for hours with a completely clear mind in order for it to count as meditation. Meditation can do so much for you. So now why should you meditate? Why should you practice this mindfulness, the contemplation or reflection? There's a lot of health benefits out there. So I'm not going to go into detail with all the statistics and all the numbers and all the things, but I will highlight a few really big things that meditation can do for you, and maybe that will be enough for you to decide to give it a try. So what can meditation do? Meditation can reduce your stress, and when I say stress, I mean physical and mental, uh, sorry, mental, emotional, all the different types of stress, not just one type of stress. So it reduces your stress. It can help you control anxiety. It can improve your emotional health, your self-awareness, increase your attention. It can fight food addiction, improve your sleep, reduce pain, and reduce blood pressure. And it also affects the brain for the better. It makes changes to your brain when you become a consistent meditator. So I will say before we go any further that meditation is not a religion. It doesn't have to be a religious practice. Sometimes people assume meditation equals a religion I don't believe in and yoga equals a religion I don't believe in, but that's not true. Yoga is not a religion. Meditation is not a religion. The way I think about it, is yes, there are certain religions that do practice meditation or that do practice yoga, but that doesn't mean you can't practice those things in a non-religious way. I think about it like I was raised Catholic. I am no longer Catholic. I do not follow any kind of church of any sort, but I choose to celebrate Christmas as a holiday, even though I am not a Catholic, because to me, Christmas is a family tradition. It is, yes, it can be a religious holiday, but it's also an American holiday is how I feel about Christmas. So I choose to celebrate Christmas. To me, yoga and meditation are the same thing. They can be religious if you really want it to be, but it doesn't have to be. Why not take an amazing practice that can have all of these health benefits physically, mentally, and emotionally And use it to your advantage, but keep the religion out if that's not what you're into. 
So I wanted to say that right there for anyone that might be really religious and think that I'm preaching some kind of religion that they don't believe in. So now we'll actually talk about, since we talked about why you should meditate and that it's not a religious experience, there are so many different ways to actually meditate. So you can do a guided meditation where you listen to some kind of video or audio telling you how to meditate, guiding you through it, or you can do an unguided meditation. An unguided meditation is literally where you sit there or lay there, kind of close your eyes and meditate on your own without some kind of guidance. So I recommend for anybody starting with meditation to do a guided meditation at least a few times to kind of get the hang of it, figure out what they're saying. I said before, there is no right or wrong way to meditate. So if you want to do unguided, please feel free to. But I know I did quite a few guided meditations before I found my groove and was willing to do unguided meditations. That was just my personal preference. I know there are some people out there that will always do guided meditations. They don't like to do unguided where you're just sitting there by yourself. So there is no right or wrong way to meditate. If you're interested in doing guided meditations, there are so many free resources out there. I'm sure you can find a lot of meditations for free on YouTube. So I'll start with that one. That's a great one. But I actually have apps here written down. So if you're interested in some apps that you can use to meditate with for free, and I'm not saying it's free for seven days and then you have to pay these apps that I researched should be completely free. Now, does that mean they won't change your mind one day and offer paid subscriptions or only a free trial? I don't know. But for now, they should be 100% free. I can't guarantee how many meditations they have on there, but they should have a good amount. So if you need to grab paper, pen to write some of this down, please feel free to pause the episode to do that because I'm just going to kind of list them off. I'm not really going to give a review because guided meditations are not something that I love 100%. So I personally don't have any of these apps downloaded. I don't personally use any of these apps on a regular basis. I have used a few in the past, but I don't use any anymore to give you any kind of a review as to this one's better than this one or this one has more of this meditation than this one. I think if you write down the list, you can then do the research and see which one might be better for you, which one has more of a variety for what you're looking for. So some of these free apps are, one of them is called Insight Timer, I-N-S-I-G-H-T Timer, Headspace, all one word, H-E-A-D-S-P-A-C-E, Aura, A-U-R-A, Stop, Breathe, and Think, Smiling Mind, Exhale, The Mindfulness App, Meditation Studio, and UCLA Mindful App. So that's a list there of quite a few different ones that you can try and see if they are what you're looking for. You might try YouTube as well if those weren't exactly your thing. So I am going to talk a little bit about other types of meditation that you can do. And a lot of the types I'm going to talk about 
you can actually find on these apps or on YouTube or do them for yourself, whatever works for you. So one of the big ones that I really liked doing and I will still do sometimes on my own is called a body scan. So what a body scan is, is exactly how it sounds. A lot of the body scan guided meditations that I listen to start with your toes as you're laying in bed or seated in a comfortable position, whichever you prefer. You start at your toes and feel any sensation you feel in your toes, in the ball of your feet, in your arches, in your heels, your ankles. You get the gist there. And you scan through your body all the way up to the crown of your head. So sometimes I like to do this one as I'm trying to go to sleep. If I need a way to kind of quiet my mind a little bit. Because usually by the time... I should be getting up to the top of my head, like the crown of my head, I'm asleep because it just completely relaxes me. There's no right or wrong way to do a body scan. If you want to get super specific and focus on each individual toe, if you want to focus on the left side of your body first, then the right side of your body or do both sides at the same time. If you want to focus on relaxing those muscles that you're feeling as you go up your body, if you just want to focus on them, completely up to you and you might find a wide variety of this when you listen to different guided meditations so that's one of the reasons why I recommend listening to guided meditations because it may show you something completely different that you didn't think about before another way to meditate is called noting so what noting is is you are sitting or laying down most meditations you're in some kind of a comfortable position whether that is sitting or laying down depends on you and your personal preference whether that's sitting on the couch or it's sitting cross-legged on the floor completely up to you so noting is yet again how it sounds you are noting any thoughts that come through your brain you're noting any sensations that you're feeling in your body you're noting your breath so you're not obsessing or focusing on one specific thing you're not trying to make your mind completely clear and empty but you're just letting the thoughts kind of come in and letting them go back out you're not obsessing about work you're not obsessing about homework job whatever maybe kids you're just letting the thoughts kind of come in and out and noting them as they come and go another way you can meditate is visualization which is also exactly how it sounds you focus on something to imagine and this is where I like guided meditations because I'm a very visual person but I not that I'm not creative but to try to come up with what I should be visualizing all on my own isn't the easiest thing to do but if somebody is walking you through imagine this imagine that think about this it makes it to me a lot easier to visualize that and so i'm not going to give you too many examples on visual visualization because depending on the meditation you pick they can have you visualize anything and everything so it depends on what you find and what you like to do Maybe you're not a super visual person and that will not work for you and that's okay. You can also do a meditation style called focused attention, which yet again is exactly how it sounds where you're focusing your attention on your breath. 
you're focusing on that inhale. What does that feel like? Feeling the sensation in your chest or in your rib cage, whatever it might be. Focus on the inhale and what that feels like in your nasal, like your nose and your mouth. So focus attention can be pretty cool as well. Another option for meditation is yoga. And I hit on yoga not being a religion as well. It doesn't have to be a religious experience. So there's a few ways that you can meditate when you're doing yoga. So a lot of times since meditation is contemplation, reflection, mindfulness, kind of clearing your head a little bit, but it doesn't have to be completely clear. Yoga, I think for me personally, the slower types of yoga were easier for me to meditate to because if we're constantly shifting position and position and position and I'm getting a good workout in and I'm sweating, I guess that is a form of meditation where my mind isn't really focused on anything but moving my body. But to me, that's not the relaxing type of meditation that I really enjoy. So a slower type of yoga, like a restorative yoga, which I will explain really quick what restorative yoga is. So restorative yoga is a very relaxing yoga. Usually it's got essential oils going. You've got big bolsters and pillows and you're in a really really relaxing position. Sometimes they'll come around and give you neck rubs during restorative yoga and they'll give you the eye pillows that have lavender essential oils in there. So restorative yoga is really great to restore your body and restore your mind. Sometimes you're in those positions with the bolsters and pillows for five minutes or more. Now they will usually have some kind of soothing music playing in the background so you're not sitting there completely in silence with everybody. But that to me is a great way to meditate and just kind of let the thoughts come in and out and do what they're going to do and just relax. I also think yin yoga is another great way where you can meditate in each pose, kind of do a body scan in in some of the poses, feel what you're feeling. So yin yoga is a slower style yoga, just like restorative, but yin yoga is about stretching the muscles really well, that deep inner tissue that's in your body and in yin yoga, you hold your bot you hold every pose for at least a minute. There are some advanced yin yogis that will hold positions for 30 plus minutes. And I will say yin yoga has a few comfortable positions, but not all of them are super comfy. Now you can use bolsters and pillows to help you in the position for yin yoga. But if you are like an expert yin yogi, you don't really use the bolsters or pillows. You just kind of do the pose and sit there for a while. I think that's another great way to meditate is yin yoga. There's also something called yoga nidra, which is yoga sleep. And it's essentially usually 15, at least 15 minutes, if not more like 30 or 45 minutes where you've got, yet again, the pillows and the bolsters, and you are in Shavasana, which is the basically laying on your back with your head pointed up to the ceiling. You know, you're staring at the ceiling if your eyes are open. So that's what the position you're in for all of Yoga Nidra. And essentially, Yoga Nidra is a guided meditation. 
and they'll have you they'll be talking the whole time there may be light music playing in the background as well with essential oils and stuff but essentially it is it's just somebody doing a guided meditation to kind of take you on a journey yet again does not have to be religious or spiritual and it is not always religious or spiritual there was a period in time where I actually would put on a yoga nidra YouTube video before I went to bed while I was laying in bed head on the pillow put on the yoga nidra video and I would be asleep within like five ten minutes and I would stay asleep for the rest of the evening so I really enjoyed the yoga nidra I will say back to the apps that I mentioned, quite a few of those apps will have all different types of meditation, but one style in particular is a meditation to help you sleep. I know on some of the apps that I used that were free, they had a whole category of meditations to help you fall asleep too. So if you have issues falling asleep, getting your mind to unwind, this might be something that will really, really help you. And it will help in all the ways that I mentioned before. But if you're not sleeping good because you can't turn your mind off, that affects everything. If you're not getting the right amount of good sleep every night, it affects everything. It affects your brain, your hormones, your physical, mental, emotional health is all affected by how much sleep you're getting. So I will say if you need help sleeping meditation might really really help you with that and specifically the guided meditations now if you are really great at meditation and you want to do it without a guided option to fall asleep to completely up to you and you also don't have to do a meditation for sleep you can do a meditation at any point in the day so there are some people that meditate first thing in the morning there are some people that meditate a few times a day I have heard of people doing what they call a transitional meditation. So before they get to work, they'll meditate. So they'll get ready in the morning, get themselves ready. If they've got a family to get ready, their pets to get ready, whatever it may be. And when they drive to work, they'll get to work and they'll sit in their car, whether it's for one minute, five minutes, 10 minutes, it's personal preference. And they sit there and they'll meditate to kind of help them transition from sometimes the chaos that can be early morning mixed with maybe traffic that got you upset and it allows you to take a minute to kind of decompress, relax, and focus on the next task at hand, which is work. Whether you work from home or you work at an office or you work for yourself, whatever it might be, it doesn't matter. And then they do the same thing when they come home at night so they'll leave work they'll get in the car drive home when they get home they'll do the same thing sit in the car for one minute five minute ten minutes whatever it might be and decompress from the stress of work from the drive home whatever else it might be and kind of let it go and when you walk in that door you can then be fully present with your family with your pets whatever it is that you have in your home you can be fully present And so then sometimes these people that do the transitional meditations will also meditate before bed to kind of let the evening out of their minds, calm down and get ready for sleep. So that's another way that you can meditate is a transitional meditation. You can do guided or unguided, whatever works for you. 
And I will say about meditation, I said before, there's no right or wrong way to do it. Right now, we're kind of talking about different ways you can meditate. I will say the time, however much time you decide you want to meditate, there's also no right or wrong amount of time. Even just one minute will make a difference. So you don't have to set aside 30 minutes in the morning or in the evening or during lunch to meditate. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes. Now, if you're doing a transitional meditation where you're meditating three times a day, even spending just five minutes, you now did 15 minutes by the end of the day if you just meditated before work, after work, and before bed. And that adds up fast. So I will say start small. Sometimes for the meditations, there were some apps that I could do a shortened version of the meditation they offered. Sometimes they only offer 15 or 20 minute long videos for meditation. So what I do is after one minute, three minute, five minutes, whatever it is, when I'm starting to lose focus, when I'm starting to feel rushed, I would just kind of turn the video off. And then I would rewatch it again later when I was ready to do more meditation. So feel free if the meditations you're looking at are longer than you can actually meditate for. You don't have to finish the video. You don't have to finish the 20 minute guided meditation. You can. Or you can shut it off after five minutes if that's all you have time for is five minutes. So make this what you want. So I've got a few more ways you can meditate, different options that are out there. You can do something called a chakra meditation. So chakras, there are seven of them in the body and they are energy centers of the body. I'm not going to go into chakras too much here, but if you like the idea of there being energy centers to help ground and guide you and to focus on, you can do a chakra meditation. You can also tie the chakras into yoga. You can... There's so much. We, I could go down a whole rabbit hole and probably do a whole episode about chakras. Maybe I will, um, but that's not going to be today. But if you want to Google search and learn more about it until I get around to doing an episode, it's spelled C-H-A-K-R-A. And that's a different type of meditation that you can do. We also have a type of meditation called sound bath or sound bathing. A lot of times what that is is seated or laying down like a regular meditation and essentially instead of focusing on your body or your breath or noting your thoughts or visualizing something you're instead focusing on the sounds that you're hearing and usually the sound bath or sound bathing meditation is done with singing bowls which if you've never really heard a singing bowl they can be beautiful. So essentially it's just listening to some beautiful music. It doesn't have to be singing bowls. I'm sure there are many other sounds that are used for sound bathing. That's just the one that I have come across more often than not. And you can do like a sound bathing meditation in person. Sometimes they've got them, but you can also do it, I'm sure, with a YouTube video may not be quite the same on YouTube as it is in person, but I think it would be close enough if you're interested in something like sound bathing. 
I will say there's all different like notes you can listen to and frequencies and I believe those are supposed to do different things with your body. I don't know 100% but I think it's worth looking into if something like that sounds up your alley like something you're interested in. So the last one I have written on my list here doesn't mean it's the last type you can do. There are so many other types out there. I just kind of came up with a quick list of ones that I've at least practiced on some level in some way, shape, or form. Uh, So the last type I've got on this list is a mantra meditation. So a mantra meditation is kind of how it sounds as well. You pick a mantra of some sort and you repeat it over and over again. This can be done out loud where you say it out loud over and over again. It can be done as a guided meditation where you put on some type of video and you say it with whoever is saying it. I will say if you do some kind of video, there's a lot of them on YouTube. And not only is it just someone saying a phrase over and over again, a lot of times they'll have like some cool background music going too. So sometimes I still use a YouTube video for that fact if I want what I consider like the full experience. So the mantra meditation is my favorite. This is the one that I am making a daily practice right now. And what I use for my mantra meditation, yet again, there's no right or wrong way to do it. I'm using mala beads for my meditation. So what are mala beads? Mala beads are, uh, basically it's a necklace with 108 beads on there. And the idea behind the mantra meditation with the mala beads, so sometimes this can also be called a japa um, meditation. So the mala beads, there's 108 of them. So you say that phrase 108 times. And I know that sounds like a stupid long time to be meditating. But I find depending on the phrase that I'm picking, can take me anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes. So it's not as long as 108 times sounds. And these mantra meditations, you can find all different types out there. You can find some that are religious, that are religious Buddhist or Hindu. You can say some of those mantras if you want. You can say other mantras. There, Some of the mantras I'm sure you can find in English. I choose to say mantras that are in Sanskrit, which is... I won't go too far down that rabbit hole either, but Sanskrit is a different language and it is related to yoga. So I do, I know I keep talking about yoga quite a bit with this meditation episode. I do have my yoga teaching certification. I did the 200 hours. So for that, my specific course didn't do a ton of Sanskrit. So most yoga poses have the English name like tree pose. But then it also has the Sanskrit name as well. Like Shavasana, I believe is the Sanskrit name for that pose. And I don't really know the English one, English word for it. So I already was sort of familiar with Sanskrit from my 200 hour yoga teacher training. So to me, meditating with the mala beads that I made. uh, So I make them myself. You can buy mala beads. You can string it yourself if you'd like. At the end of our yoga teacher training, we actually made a set of mala beads. And I was so inspired by that one set that I made. I made another set with a knot in between each bead to make it easier to meditate with. So I 
use that set that's got the knot in between each bead to meditate to. You don't have to use mala beads for mantra meditation. You don't have to speak it in Sanskrit. You don't have to pick a meditation that belongs to a religion like Hindu or Buddhism. I will say a lot of times the mantras that are in something like Sanskrit, you can find what the English definition is. And some of them are not religious at all. They're just in a different language. So it's up to you and what it is that you are interested in doing, what you're interested in trying. I've definitely tried all these different types of meditation. There's still some I will use occasionally, but for now I've got my favorite. And will that change one day? Maybe, probably. I know I've kind of gone through phases with meditation where I'll meditate a lot and then I won't meditate at all. (laughs) And then I'll meditate for maybe a minute a day if I'm lucky and then I don't meditate again. So I'm really putting kind of my best foot forward again with the meditation and I'm really going to try this time around to make the meditation a daily practice. That's my goal is to keep meditation So for now, you know, we do so many things daily. We brush our, most of us anyway, hopefully, brush our teeth daily. We get ready for work most days of the week. We drive a car most days of the week. Like we do so many things daily that we don't even realize. We check our phones daily. We send text messages daily. And a lot of this stuff that we're doing daily does not have nearly the same amount of beneficial health impacts as meditation. Some people work out daily or stretch daily or go for a walk daily and those are all great and those are all super beneficial. So I'm not saying replace walking your dog with meditating, but you could do a walking meditation. So you're not laying there or sitting down with your eyes closed, but as you're walking, you're kind of letting your brain relax, reflect, So you could look up more about a walking meditation if you're interested in that and doing that while you're walking your dog. But um, there's no right or wrong way to meditate. And since we do so many other things on a daily basis, why not add something in that can be a a relatively small time commitment, like a minute a day, three minutes a day, five minutes a day. That is a really small chunk of your day when you think about the amount of minutes that are actually in a day. So why not give it a try and see how much you like it, the kind of health benefits, the improvements that it might make for you. I think it's worth giving it a shot because you never know if how much you might love it, how much it can do for you. So I do love meditation. I have not been a super great meditator in the past with consistency anyway so my goal is to become more consistent maybe your goal will be to start and to try some different things so if you need some free apps please feel free to go back to earlier in the episode where I listed a bunch of free apps feel free to look some stuff up on YouTube try whatever type works best for you there's no right or wrong way to meditate But the health benefits are so, there are so many health benefits. I think it's worth everybody giving it an honest shot. And if you don't love the type of meditation you're doing, try another one. Or maybe it's not the type of meditation. Maybe it's the time of day that you're meditating. 
because there's no right or wrong answer for that too. So please feel free to play around with meditation. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please feel free to like us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you learned a lot and I hope you're going to give meditation a try. If you know someone that maybe needs to hear this episode, please feel free to share this with people that need to hear it. I'm trying to get the message out there, get more people to listen to the podcast. So stay tuned for more great content later on in the week.